Hi, and welcome to Storytime with Rabbi Itziers. Hi, everyone. I am your host, Rabbi Itziers, together with... Me, Yossi, his sidekick. Yay! At this time, I would like to remind everybody that you are listening to jradio.com. If you would like to listen to us on the telephone, you can listen to us by dialing 712-432-4217. That number again is 712-432-4217. The number to call after the show, after the story that is, to tell us your name and what lesson you learned in tonight's story is 718-683-5858. Very good, Yossi. And, of course, if you'd like to listen to us live or on the archives, you can call 718-506-9099. That number again is 718-506-9099. And just follow the menu if you want to listen to us live or follow the archives. I would also like to take this moment to remind you that j Radio can definitely use your donations. So, the address is Javit Radio, 2829 Nostrand Avenue, Brooklyn, New York, 11229. That address again is Javit Radio, 2829 Nostrand Avenue, Brooklyn, New York, 11229. And if you would like to text in to ask for information how to sponsor or to how to advertise on JavidRadio.com, the number to text in is 347-927-8398. If you would also like to suggest a story for me to tell, and you'd like to give over all the information and all the details of it, and uh, or possibly the source for it, you may also text in 347-927-8398, and it will be forwarded to me. Yes. Okay, my turn, Rabbi Herbs. Okay, if anyone is looking to hire Rabbi Yitzhi Herbs for either storytelling, Kayak from the Mayak, Extreme Martial Arts Demo, uh, you know, whether it be for, uh, you know, of a Subbanim program, uh, uh, your, your yeshiva, your banos, your base Yaakov, whatever, your school, a private party, or a day camp, a bungalow colony, or sleepaway camp. So, of course, the number to call is 718. 718- 375-1294. That number again is 718-375-1294. Also, you should be aware, if anybody's interested uh, for information about art lessons, martial arts lessons, you know, perhaps karate, uh, private karate lessons, Qigong energy lessons, and so on, uh, you could call also 718-375-1294 for more information. And please be aware that Rabbi Erbs's books are still available in your local farm store, along with many of his CDs and a new one, too. And for those CDs that are not in the stores, you could call Rabbi Yitzhi at 718-375-1294, and he will be more than happy to send you a complete list, either by email or fax. Wow, did I get everything in? I think so. I think we can now start our story. Okay, so now we're ready for the story, but before we go to the story, I'd just like to remind everybody that uh, this week uh, 
The story is sponsored for a full shleima for Chaim Yosef Tzvi Ben Sarah Miriam, and also for a full shleima for Raphael Avraham Yitzchak Ben Gittel. Okay, and a happy birthday to Masha, one of our greatest fans. Believe it or not, I think. I don't want to give away her age so much, but I think she was listening to our show from its inception. That's quite a number of years. Keep it up and keep strong. Okay, so... Uh, Axel, you got the story? Uh-huh. Oh, gee, I thought I was going to be able to start it without you. Ah, come on, come on. You know you can't do that. All righty. <coughs> oh, oh, you got to get that part out of your way. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes, I do. Okay, so I have a very interesting story today to tell. It's a request. <laughs> really? <laughs> From whom? Well, uh, she only says I could use her first name, Adina. Okay, Adina made this request. She said that I told this story at least a year or more ago on Wonder Words, and it was such a great story, and she knows, I know, she knows that you really try not to say the same story on Wonder Words as you do on j but sometimes it, it just happens to be that, because no matter what, you never tell the story the same way twice, and so on and so forth. Okay, that's true. Anyway, so um, there was one particular story that she liked very much, uh, I mean, she likes, I'm sure she likes all the other stories, but she said, you know, like, it's such a great lesson that she thinks I should tell it again. And so what do you think? Of course, if it's a great lesson, huh, come on. I mean, don't we eat breakfast every day? Don't we eat lunch every day? Don't we eat supper every day? We don't just eat one time. I mean, if we need a lesson again, I mean, you know. <laughs> You're in a very interesting mood. Well, it's getting closer to Purim. It's just a matter of weeks away. We're still in Shvat, you know. <laughs> yeah, but after Shvat comes Adar. <laughs> Okay, I, I hear you, I hear you. Okay, anyways, so this story that she requested uh, is called the Iceberg Shtetl. Yeah, the Iceberg Shtetl. Uh, iceberg Shtetl, I'm, I'm trying to remember it. Maybe as you tell the story, I'll begin to remember it. Well, uh, could be you will. All right, anyway, this story goes back, I would say, oh, um, over a hundred and... 20 to uh, probably, you know, 150 years ago, possibly. Okay, okay. So, uh, where was this place and where did it take place? Well, to be honest with you, I think the story took place in a small shtetl called Zadamshel. Zadamshel? Ah, well, where was that? Well, it was a Polish town called Zadamshel. Wow, it's like one of those towns that you don't hear about so often. Yes, it's one of those towns you don't hear so much about. And the reason why you don't hear so much about that town, are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Go ahead, tell me why we don't hear so much about it. Well, that's because one of the reasons why we don't hear so much about that town, are you ready? I've been ready a while ago. Go ahead, tell me. Is because it's a small town. It's a small shtetl. <laughs> But if there's a story about it, then we're going to hear about it. Oh, yes. We're going to hear about it today. Unless your memory helps you and you remember it from the other time I told it. Okay. All right. Go ahead. And and, and what happened? I mean, um, 
is this a story about Zadamshel or, or, or the Iceberg Shtetl? Well, actually, <laughs> believe it or not, Iceberg Shtetl and Radamshim, uh, uh, Zedamshel, sorry, Zedamshel is one and the same place. What? They're both one and the same place? One second, it's either Zedamshel or uh, Iceberg Village. Well, actually, the real name was called Zedamshel, but eventually got the nickname as Iceberg Village or Iceberg Shtetl. Iceberg Shtetl? I mean, uh, how? Okay, so I'm going to tell you. All right. So this story goes back... I know, like 120, maybe 150 years ago, right? Okay, no buses, no cars, no trucks, whatever. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> okay, you got that down the bat. All right, anyway, there was this shtetl... Zedamshel. Yes, and the shtetl had a problem. Oh, really? They had no money? <laughs> No, actually, they had money. Oh, uh-oh, they had money? So what's the problem? Ah, so the problem is they had money, but they had a little of another kind of problem. Oh, so they must have had a flat tire somewhere, and they couldn't move people from one place to another? Uh, you see, horses and buggies. Oh, oh, those wagons don't get flat tires. Well, they were made, like, out of wood and, like, iron. Oh, okay, I got it, I got it. Okay, so what was the other problem? Oh, okay, I got it. <laughs> they had a plumbing problem? Nope. An electrical problem? Um, most of the people didn't have much electricity in those days. I think it was before electricity was invented. I think, was it? Uh, well, yeah, this, this, that, it wasn't, like, electric lights or anything like that. I don't think so. Okay, okay. So what was the problem? The problem was a meter problem. A meter? Oh, they needed to have a water meter, electric heater. What, but you said there's no electricity. And that means they didn't have water meters in those days. No, no, I didn't say meter. I said meter, meter. Ah, oh, meter, oh, like in character. Oh, what were they missing? Well, they were missing, like, hospitality. A kind of. And, and they were, like, very cold. Uh, uh, what, what? Here, you know what? Let me tell you a little bit about what happened, all right? Okay, are you listening? I'm listening. Okay, so here's what happened. Uh, see? Oh, you're, you're doing the story, so I don't have to go, <clears throat> but I dare? Yeah, yeah, we'll let you have a chance. Okay, anyway, so let me tell you what happened. One day, there was a mashulach. A mashulach? Oh, like, like a, a shnara. Uh, yeah, he was collecting for worthy causes. A chosh of a person came to the shtetl of Zadamshul, and he knocked on one of the doors. Oh, very interesting. Uh, she here attempted to stuck it over here. Uh, really, let me just knock on this door. Hello, is anybody here? Who's there? Who's there? Who's there? Uh, take it easy. It's me, uh, Rebero. I'm here to collect for a mitzvah of, of, of a chnosis kala. In our town, there's a very uh, poor person that can't afford to make the chasana, and I'm here to help raise the funds. Ah, uh, really? 
Oh, you came to the wrong place. Thank you, soon. Bye-bye. Yeah, it's really interesting. Hey, you know what? Uh, why am I wasting my time here? You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go to the shul and find the gabai. Yeah, maybe I'll find the roof here. Uh, excuse me, uh, what is your name? My name? My name is Mr. Siegel to you. All right, now what can I do for you? Uh, I see. Why are you talking like such a, a mean type of look? I mean, why don't you talk with a little schmeichel? <laughs> I don't have a time to give out schmeichel. Okay. Uh, time is busy here. What can I do for you? I'd like to speak to the rabbi of the place over here. You have a rabble here? No, no, no. Uh, we're a small shtetl village. Oh, we haven't had a rub. We have Shilas. We send some Shilas to a big tzaddik over there. And there's a Rabbi Gertner who lives in, uh, uh, in, in Lvov. We have a Shiloh. We send it to him. Now, what can I do for you? Oh, so you're in charge here? You're the Shabbos? I'm the Gabbai. What do you want? What do you want? Okay, I'll tell you what I want. Okay. I'm collecting for Tzedakah for the mitzvah of Achnosis Gala in my town. Ah, stop there, stop there. Let me stop you right now, okay? You came to the wrong place, okay? Zagazun, have a nice day. Uh, yeah, uh, okay, yeah, you too. Wow, such attitude. And so, that's what it was. They did not, uh, you know, take too kindly to mishluchim or, or shnores or things like that. And then... There would come some business people. <laughs> Show the peers. Uh, uh, gotta do some business in the place called uh, 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 Laval. But on the way to the I need to stop off someplace to rest. I get a good night's sleep, and then I can do good in the marketplace in Laval. Ah, uh, here I am. Walking straight in. Uh, excuse me, Rabbi Yassi, you didn't like have wagons going? And the horses going? Oh, sorry. <laughs> Good point. Okay, but, I, you know, it's a pretty long story, and I want to make sure I get the whole thing in. Uh, okay, go ahead. Oh, let me see now. Uh, I need a place to stay. Uh, wait a minute. There's no shiny for an inn. There's nothing here. Oh, you know what? Let me come in uh, uh, to the uh, basic nurses here. Oh, they only have one basic nurses here. Let me just open the door here. Oh, there's a man dusting things over there. Excuse me. Pardon me. If you don't mind. Uh, I'd like to ask you a question. Uh, I'm a businessman passing through. I have to do some business in the farm. Uh, is there a place that I could stay? Maybe, you know. Is there a place that I could stay, you know, overnight or something? <laughs> you want to stay overnight? <laughs> I have the perfect place for you. <laughs> That's so thankful for you. Oh, you're so thoughtful. All right, so where is this place that I could stay, huh? You could stay? I'll tell you where it is. Ha, 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 the guy has a sense of humor. I like it. Well, that's very nice. Okay, so where am I going to stay? You're going to stay 
It's about uh, three kilometers from where you're standing. Uh, three kilometers? Wait, wait a minute. Three kilometers. If I walk three kilometers, I'll be outside town. Well, that's right. Over here, and nobody has any room for everybody. I'm sorry. Wow. Those people in the dump show are really, really like mean people. Uh, they don't say anything to people. Wow. I mean, do they at least say hello? How you doing? I mean, it's one thing not to help them. Well, actually, they also got into the habit of really not talking to people, except for themselves. Like in Sodom and Amira? Wow, Sodom and, and, and Amira, wow. Oh, my goodness. Sodom and Amira, like Yanche Sodom, right? Well, in a certain way, maybe yes. They just didn't uh, put people on those torturous beds to stretch them and whatever. You know those stories. <laughs> you heard about those midrashim. No, they weren't such people like that. But let me tell you something, Yazi, and everybody else here that's listening. Uh, they were not those kind of friendly people. Nope, 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 not at all. And they figured out why. Because one of them said, Hey, hello, something. Mr. Seagull, Mr. Seagull, listen to me very carefully. You hear what I'm telling you, Mr. Seagull? Listen, listen. I'm listening. I'm listening, Yanko. What is it? I was just thinking. You know, if when a stranger comes to town, if we don't answer him, if we don't say anything to him, then maybe, just maybe, he won't stay. Because if we don't Answer. Ah, I hear what you're saying. Very interesting. So you're saying we should not answer. Oh, very good. So if we don't talk, we're going to a conversation. We don't even come about to do any helping other people. Ah, oh, very good. I like that. I like that. Okay, very fine. Fine, 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 fine. And so sure enough, as enough is sure, and sure enough is sure enough. But... What ended up happening basically was that people heard about this reputation because more and more people went to visit this town and then when they visited, they saw there was a problem. And because there was always a problem in this town, they didn't like it very much. So therefore, they avoided this town at all costs. And eventually, when somebody would say, Excuse me. I, I'm on my way to Lvov. Do you know a good shtetl uh, where, where I could stay? Uh, you know, I, I'm carrying a lot of money. I need a place to stay. <laughs> you want a place to stay? Let me give you advice. You can go to any shtetl, but whatever you do, if you're afraid to lose your money and get robbed or whatever, uh, you need some hospitality, don't pick the dumpster. No, no, no. This uh, uh, shtetl, it shouldn't be called the dumpster anymore. It should be called Iceberg Shtetl. That's what it should be called, Iceberg Shtetl. And sure enough, the word got around. And you might say it's Lashonara. 
You might say it's Maitzi Shemra, but Maitzi Shemra, I would doubt it, because it was true. They were very ice-cold people. Some of the people were more like icicles falling from the village or whatever. That's the way the people were. They were mummish like, oh, I didn't even want to talk about it, but that's the way they were. They were mean people. Whoa, were they mean. Indeed, they were. Mm-hmm. No question about it. But anyhow, so let me tell you what happened. So these people, <clears throat> they went over, and they were happy the way they were. At least they thought they were. And, of course, everybody avoided it. And one day, there was a person named Rabarach. Uh, uh, what kind of person was Rabarach? Uh, Rabarach was a... Smart person, he was a um, friendly person, and he was a businessman, he was a merchant, not the richest guy around yet, uh, or maybe maybe one day he'll be, but right now he wasn't. Oh, so maybe he shouldn't have that voice. Okay, uh, what voice do you think? Maybe it should be something like... Uh-huh, okay, I know what I gotta do, I gotta go travel. And that's what I'm going to do. Ah, oh, you know something, Yossi? You have a good point there. I like that voice. Okay, we're going to use that one. Uh, but I like the other voice, too. Uh, maybe you could use it for one of the shtetl guys. Uh, ooh, that's a good idea. There's one particular guy in the story that I could use it for. Great, I'm going to do that. Okay, so now back to where we were. Oh, I like that idea. That was a fantastic idea you had over there. Mm-hmm. I like it very, very much. Okay. Anyhow, so let's go weiter. Okay. We're going weiter. All right. Okay. So anyway, so let me tell you what happened. Okay. This guy, Rabarach, was uh, going on a business trip. All right. Uh, let me tell you something. Hi. Ay, 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 ay. What am I going to do? Hey, business is not going great. But I heard in Lebov, I could do a much better job over there. I could do better business in Lebov. So you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to try to travel to Lebov. Yes, yes, yes. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to travel to Lebov. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Okay, so what am I going to do? I'm going to travel to Lebov. Okay. Uh, but on the way to Lavov, uh -huh, let me see this. Uh, how come nobody ever told me about this? There seems to be a little village over here on the way to Lavov. Uh, let me see what it is. It's, <laughs> oh my goodness. It looks like it's called uh, Zadamshil. I see it on the map over here. Um, uh, excuse me, Chemyanko, uh, uh, can I talk to you for a minute? Oh, you want to talk to me? Go ahead. What's your problem? Okay. Hey, yeah, uh, I'm Yanko. Let me ask you something. Okay. Um, uh, Zadamsho, it says over here that it's close to, uh, to, to Lavov. It's not so far from Lavov. And I want to do business over there. So, uh, uh, you know anything about Zadamsho? Zadamsho. Zadamsho. Never heard of it. Oh, very good. Very good. Zadamsho. Oh, yes, now I know what it is. The Damsho 
is, is not cause the damsel anymore by the people around. All in the people in the damsel call it the damsel. As a matter of fact, everybody else calls it Iceberg Stettel. Iceberg Stettel? Why does everybody call it Iceberg Stettel? Hey, I never had the experience to go through that, huh? Well, let me tell you something. The reason is because the very cold people, they don't know how to be a Magnus Eurich. Hey, 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 they're very bad people. I'm telling you, Sinatra gets nifty for the label. I'm telling you, I, I, I was with that. You understanding? Uh, yes, I hear what you're saying. But I don't want to believe any mighty champion lunch and horror. So I guess I'm going to try to go there and find out myself. And so that's exactly what Baruch all did. Baruch wanted to find out for himself. Uh, but before he did that, all of a sudden, as he was packing up his little belongings, and he didn't want to take a horse, and he didn't want to take anything that made him look like he has money on him. He wanted to look like a poor person. And what was the reason why he wanted to look like a poor person? What for? Ah, uh, well, the reason why he wanted to look like a poor person was because um, if he looked like a, um, you know, uh, <clears throat> how should I say? I don't know. You didn't say it yet. Okay. Uh, let me see, what should I say? Because, uh, you see, um, if he looked like he had money, he was afraid he was going to get robbed on the way. Ah, I got it, okay. So, you, so, so, so he's in the middle of packing, right? Yep, 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 yep. Uh-oh, uh, 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 so, so what happened while he was in packing? Well, he had his window open, and he overheard as someone was coming. Can't you imagine that? I can't believe what happened. I can't believe it. As the head of Zazah. Come in my dance alive from this head of Zazah. Oh, calm down, calm down. What on earth are you talking about? What am I talking about? What am I talking about? Let me tell you what I'm talking about. I just came back from a big business trip. Baruch Hashem, I was pretty successful. Ay, 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 ay. But you know something? I had to stop by to rest one night. And I was too far from other Stettler. So I had no choice. I had to pass by in the Stettler arm. Oh, uh, no, no, don't tell me, don't tell me. You went to Iceberg Stettler? Ah, I had no choice. I went over there. It was a cold night. I need a place to stay. I went over and I begged people. I knocked on the doors. I clapped. I banged and I banged on the door. And everybody said, go away. They're trying to sleep. I asked them, I'm very hungry. Maybe you have something for me to eat. Can you share something? And they told me, go away. I said, I'll pay for it. Ah, they said, I should have told them before. And then they would have cooked something for me. Ah, it's fair. And then what happened was this. I went to the shul. Okay? Because I had no place to stay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what happened when you went to the shul? What happened? Uh, so I went to the shul. Okay? Now listen to this. My entire life, I never saw something like this. All right. So tell me what it was. What happened while you were there? So I had no place to stay. So I figured, okay, what do I do? Like in most towns, if they don't have where to stay, and the people that are passing through, or poor people, they go to sleep 
by the Ezra's Nashim in the Zul. Okay? And then come this uh, Mr. Seagull guy. Oh, you're talking Russian? Oh, all right, forget it. Don't, I didn't say the name. Okay, then come this Gabai. Yes, yes, and, and. The Gabai comes along, and he sees me sleeping there. And he wakes me up. Imagine I was sleeping, he wakes me up. Oh, yeah, yeah. Why did he wake you up? <laughs> why did he wake me up? <laughs> I tell you why. He woke me up. You know why? Uh, you didn't tell me, but if you want to tell me, I'll listen. I'm, I'm all ears. All right, all right. You're all ears? Okay, I'm going to tell you. You know why? <laughs> Let me tell you. It's crazy, but I'm going to tell you. All right? All right, so tell me, tell me. All right, all right. I'm going to tell you. Listen to me very carefully. I'm listening. All right, all right. <laughs> I have to catch my breath when I tell this because it, it, it upsets me every time I think about what happened. All right, just tell me. And of course, through the window that was open, or... Why don't you say through the open window? Okay, through the open window, of course, Baruch heard all of this. And he was wondering, ay, 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 what is he going to do? He has to pass through the iceberg shtetl. Ay, ay, ay. But meanwhile, the conversation could never. So let me tell you what happened. Okay, I didn't finish telling you. I know this, I know this. So please tell me already. All right, I'm going to tell you already. This is what happened. Okay, he said I have to leave unless I want to sleep here without any heat. Uh, what? What do you mean? Well, he said it's costing too much money to heat up the shul. So I can't use firewood that's in the pile over there to put in because they're not davening now. So he told me either go out, find a warmer place, and this. And then I asked him, okay, okay, shut the fire. Okay, I don't care. Okay, maybe you have a cover that I could borrow. And you know what he tells me? Uh, no, what did he tell you? He says to me, I can't have a cover. Uh, why, why can't you have a cover? What's the big deal to give you a cover? He says, I might dirty the cover. Can you imagine that? I got a dirty the cover, so you clean it. Well, you have all his organs. Oh, it was terrible. I was freezing that night. I hardly slept a week. I tell you like this. I don't recommend anybody. You hear what I'm saying? I don't recommend anybody to go to uh, uh, to 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 which is uh, more apropos to be called the iceberg shtetl. That's more should be its name. Yes, iceberg shtetl. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. The way they act is the way, way that name should be. I mean, the way they, well, they, yeah, 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 for sure, for sure. Very cold people. Oh, my goodness. I just overheard that. That's terrible news. Oh, what am I going to do? Oh, I got to go there. Hmm. Let me see and let me think what I'm going to do. I, you know what? I, I'm going to pass through there because I have no choice. Because I, 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 any other place is, is, is too far away from the love. And, uh, and, and I'm not coming with a horse because, you see, if a highway robber sees a guy with a horse, they think already he has money and they're going to rob me. I don't want that to happen. But if they think I'm a poor person, they think I don't have money. So they won't rob me. I, I can't go so far away from above to a smaller town. Oh, you know what? <laughs> I'll take my chances. I'll, 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 I'll take a chance and I'll go. And sure enough, here we go again. Sure enough, what happened? Well, sure enough, he went over... And he was walking, and he finally made it to Zadamshul. But, of course, he had in the back of his mind that everybody called it Iceberg Shtetl, and he heard all of those stories. 
but he said he wasn't macabre them. He wondered if it could be true. So it reflected on his face. He had a very sad face. Oh, yes, his face was very sad indeed. He was very sad when he walked in to Zadamshul. Oh, boy, was he sad. Indeed, he was. So, very sad, he walks through the streets, and people are looking at him, and they're saying, Hey, who is that man over there? I don't know. Who do you think he is? I wouldn't know. Hey, who's that guy over there? In the meantime, there was the shamish, the gabai, Mr. Siegel. Hey, what's going on here? A stranger? Ah, hey, he wants things from us. Ah, we only got it for ourselves. Ah, hey, whatever, okay, whatever. Ah, ah, ah. Remember, you don't say hello, you don't get into position that you have to help this poor person. Remember that. And of course, unfortunately, people in that shtetl did remember that. Oh, they remembered it very well. And so what ended up happening is these people who remembered it very well. Oh, did they remember it well? Oh, yes. So Baruch went over, he's walking in the streets, and he goes, uh, Shalom Aleichem, and how are you? How are you? How are you? How are you doing today? Is everything all right? Is everything okay? Hello? Uh, excuse me. Uh, maybe you don't hear me. Uh, uh, I didn't speak loud enough. Okay, let me try it again. Hello, hello there. Shalom Aleichem. How are you? How are you? How are you? Oop, he just turned and walked away from me. I don't know. Maybe the guy, oh, you know what? He done the cuffs loose. Maybe the guy is hard of hearing and he doesn't hear. Ah, there's another person. And Shalom Aleichem. Shalom Aleichem. Shalom Aleichem. How are you? How are you? How are you? Uh, look at him. He's turning to me. He's, what? He's giving me a, uh, uh, what kind of look is that? Like a disappointed look? Why, why are you looking at me with a funny face? And then you're shaking your head, no? And then, hey, walk away. Excuse me, sir. I, I, I'm a visitor over here. I'm passing through the town. Hello? Uh, maybe you know where I could stay for, uh, for the night? Maybe you know where I could get a meal? Hello? 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 Oh, my goodness. What's with these people over here? I don't get it. Can you imagine that? These people are very strange and very mean. I cannot get over this. <laughs> what am I going to do? What am I going to do? I know, I know. Uh, you know what? Uh, it's almost time for Mincha. So, uh, let me go inside and uh, come over here. And, and, uh, Shalom Aleichem. How are you? How are you? Hey, this guy doesn't answer me either. Uh, uh, well, let's see what's going on here. Uh, well, you know what? Uh, I see people sitting over there, over there. Oh, this is an empty seat. Ah, oh, so it must be an empty seat, so maybe I could sit over here. Let me just sit down here. Oh, oh my feet are pretty tired. I've been walking a lot today. Uh, let me put my satchel over here. Alrighty. And now that my satchel is there, alrighty, righty, righty. Okay. Uh, uh, Shalom Aleichem. Shalom Aleichem. Uh, uh, oh, nobody's answering me here. Oh, maybe they're very mocking not to talk in Dominic. Uh-oh, oh, that man over there is coming over to me. Uh, Shalom Aleichem. Don't Shalom Aleichem me. You're sitting in my seat. Out, please. Oh, oh, excuse me, pardon me. 
Uh, I wasn't aware of it. Okay, well, let me just go over here. I'll just uh, sit in this seat over here. Uh, excuse me. Uh, don't, uh, uh, Shalom Aleichem. Uh, I'm not in your seat. Your seat is over there. This is also my seat. Oh, oh, pardon me. I'm very, very sorry. Okay, oh, the next one over here uh, seems to be empty. Let me go over here. Excuse me. Uh, that, that's my seat too. Uh, but you're not that big of a person. How do you take up three seats in three different rows? And that's none of your business, okay? All right? Uh, they're my seats, okay? Uh, your problem. And suddenly, the guy came over. Excuse me? Is there a problem over here? Ah, uh, yes. Ah, uh, you're a stranger over here. Uh, excuse me. Uh, yes, I'm a stranger over here. If you don't mind, um, is there any empty seats here for me to sit down? I'm sorry, all the seats are taken. Now, wouldn't it be nice to give a guest who's walked a long distance to have a seat so he can daven like a mensch? I'm sorry, you'll have to daven over there in the back, okay? Oh, but there's no chair over there, there's no bench over there, there's no seat over there. Uh, 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 excuse me, uh, there's nothing there. I'm terribly sorry, sir. That's not my problem. That's your problem. Uh, I see. Very interesting. Okay. Um, that's the way it is. And that's the way it is. Okay. I hear what you're saying. <coughs> All right. Uh, what should I do? I'll stand in the back. Okay. And Amalfila got up. And Amalfila, the Amalfila began to daven and he began to say, and of course, they'd have a mincha and followed my mincha. There was no shear. The people just waited. And the guy said, All right, uh, uh, gentlemen, gentlemen, Raboisai, uh, Raboisai, in two minutes, we're going to start uh, my okay? Uh, okay, uh, two minutes. Uh, uh, two minutes. Okay, excuse me, Mr. Gabai. Apparently, you're the Gabai here. Yes, I am. What can I do for you, stranger? Uh, yes, I was just wondering, um, is there any place that I could stay for the night? <laughs> uh, you know what? Uh, you came to the wrong place. You know, there's still some light outside. Maybe you can find another town to sleep. <laughs> there's no place that I can get there before dark. I'm sorry, I can't help you. All right, uh, 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 I'm sorry. All right, I see. But there was one man over there. There was one man named Yossele Schwartz. Ha-ha, <laughs> name like me. Yeah, but in those days they called him Yossele. Ah, oh, you can call me Yossele, it's okay. Uh, but his name was the real Yossele. Okay, he's the real Yossele and I'm the fake Yossele? Yossi. Oh, sorry, go ahead, continue. Okay, anyway, so let me tell you what happened. So, this guy, Yossele Schwartz, looks over and he says, I fayish me, this town has gotten worse by the day. The mamas don't do any mitzvahs or nurses or nothing at all. Ay, why, this poor stranger looks so sad. Ay, 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 don't they have Rachmonis on him? I don't know. And all of a sudden, when davening was over, everybody rushed out. Not one person went over and answered when he said, hello, hello, uh, Shalom excuse me, maybe you have a, a, hello, excuse me, maybe you have a place for me to stay, uh, uh, excuse me, hello, hello, uh, hello, uh, oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy, I can't believe it, everybody's so cold and so mean here, ay, 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 and standing in the doorway was the Gabai, 
and one other person. <laughs> I guess this uh, poor guy will get the hit <laughs> and leave the town. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> but just then, this one person, the Had Rahmanis, Yeshua Schwartz, he ran after him. Entschuldigt mir, pardon me, Mr. 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 Wait a second, wait a second. Are you talking to me? Are you talking to me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shalom Aleichem. Shalom Aleichem. I can't believe it. Did you just talk to me? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I said Shalom Aleichem. Aleichem Shalom. Aleichem Shalom. Yeah, yeah. Aleichem Shalom. Wow. Are you, you're actually talking to me? Yeah, I'm talking to you. That's right. I am. Why? I, I can't believe it. You actually talk, talk to, to, to everybody in this town is so cold. Yeah, that's your problem. I agree with you. But you know, listen, you have a sad face on your face, and I, I like to put a smile on your face. You don't have a place for it to stay? Uh, actually, no. Everybody turned me down, including that guy over there. How come this town doesn't have a rabbi? Uh, for two reasons. One, it's too expensive to hire one. And, and the second reason is probably the main reason because the rabbi is going to tell people what to do, and they don't like to hear what to do. People like to think what they know is the right thing to do. Okay, anyways, uh, uh, what's your name? Uh, my name is uh, uh, Boruch. Uh, Boruch. Okay, my name is Yoshele uh, Schwartz. Uh, I'm a shoemaker. Oh, very nice. Very nice to hear that. I'm just a simple merchant. I try to make business here and there. Okay, but anyways, uh, so uh, you have a place, and by the way, you know, I'm a shtickle. Hungry? Not a problem. I have food for you also. My wife will cook up a nice meal for you. Don't worry. You come to me. And sure enough, Yeshua Schwartz was the only person that brought this person to his house. Or to anyone's home. The only one that was Machnes And over there, he came in. And suddenly, he looked around. And he saw that there was a little girl. Uh, excuse me, Erev Yossel. Who is that little girl over there? The little girl. That's uh, my daughter. Oh, I see. And and what is your daughter's name? Uh, my, my daughter's name is uh, is Miriam. Oh, Miriam. Very nice name. Uh, Miriam, can I ask you a question? Yes, what is it? Well, uh, Miriam, you look very, very sad. You look like you've been crying. <laughs> Why were you crying? Well... <laughs> I uh, see you're still sniffling. Uh, please, 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 try not to cry. It's not a good thing to cry. A person should try to be happy. Well, I was trying to be happy, but it's not possible. And why not? Why isn't it possible? Well, you see, I'm ten years old, and I go to, like, like a cheder for girls, you know. Uh, and anyways, I'm, <coughs> uh, I'm very sad because, um, you know... Earlier today, what happened was is my Mora, she asked all the Talmidos, all the girls, about what their, um, their, what their Tatis do for a profession. And each one said, probably, my father owned a store. My father does this. My father has a factory. My father is very rich. My father is a big salesman. My father this. And then it came to my turn. And the mother said, Well, Miriam, what does your Tati do? And I said, 
My tante's a, a shoemaker. And all of a sudden, I don't know why, but everybody started laughing. <laughs> oh, father is a, 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 a shoemaker. <laughs> oh, shoemaker. <laughs> oh, she's not, so, she's not so wealthy. Nah, she's not so wealthy. No way. And they were all making fun of me. Now, I was very sad. And, and, and I'm so embarrassed. Well, let me tell you something. There's nothing that you should be embarrassed about. Because really, your father, to my opinion, is one of the richest people in this entire shtetl. Really? He has money and I didn't know about it? No, 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 no. Not because he has money. It's because he has what these other people don't have. Really? What's that? <laughs> Your father has a Midas Tavis. There's nothing better than having Midas Tavis. Did you know that? Your father, Mamish, has the best Midas Tavis that you could possibly think of. Yes, yes, yes. And having Midas Tavis is worth more than all the riches in the world. Trust me, trust me, trust me. I'm telling you. Okay? Take it from me. I went around there. I don't want to speak Lashnarach, but just to make you understand... Uh, what, what's going on there? Your father is the only one that said hello to me in this entire shtetl here. Your father is the only one invited me home. Your father is the only one offered me a place to stay overnight. Your father is the only one that offered me a meal. Ah, uh, yes. So you should be proud of your father. I am. I'm so proud. Dante, let me give you a big huggy and a kissy. And sure enough, she went and gave her tati a big hug and a kiss. And of course, that put a nice smile. On the father's face. <laughs> Please, you're starting to make me blush over here. <laughs> okay, not a problem. Uh, Cyril, is, is supper ready? Yes, supper is ready right now. Uh, uh, thank you. Okay, you want to sit down as much as you want to eat. You want challah, broil, whatever you want. You want a roll, you want... Uh, uh. And of course, he had a wonderful, wonderful meal. And he mamish enjoyed the meal. And he thanked him profusely. Whoa, that's amazing. Huh, you're making me feel better already. I just feel bad for the rest of the towns. I mean, they walk around like icicles coming off of the uh, iceberg shtetl. I, I can't believe it. You know, I didn't want to believe the Lush and Horror that everybody that was from my shtetl were telling me. I thought it nah, can't be that bad. But apparently it is. You're the only one here. That mamish does Agnazes Horakim. That's Gimaldi. Ah, yes, yes, yes. Thank you. And sure enough, he stayed overnight. And by Shachar's in the morning, people were giving steers. Nobody said hello yet. Nobody. Wow, nobody said hello? I mean, hello. They didn't have to put him up for the night. Why can't you just say hello? I mean, the guy's going to probably leave soon. Yes, he's probably going to leave soon. That's for sure. But you know what? They just couldn't find it in their hearts to say hello. It's the strangest thing. They couldn't. And some people were giving dirty looks and they were whispering to each other. Hey, I wonder what happened here. <laughs> I want to know what happened here. I don't know. But it seems to me he stayed last night by Yosele Schwartz, the shoemaker. <laughs> he made a new friend. And then the guy said, Of course he made a new friend. He's not a busy shoemaker. How often do we need shoes to be made here? It's not my fault he makes such good shoes that we don't need to buy shoes every day. <laughs> ah, I'm telling you, I don't know what he felt, but all right, whatever. And so, sure enough, after Shachris, 
he went over to Yasla. Yeah, yeah, you have to go now? You want to stay for another day? Uh, no, 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 I'm sorry. I really have to go now. I'm going to Lvov, and I have to do some business over there. Zaygesund, Zaygesund, and I really appreciate it. I'll always remember you. Yes, indeed. I'll never forget your kindness that you had. And uh, Miriam, <laughs> remember, be proud of your father, because really, in this whole town, he's really the richest person here. Yeah, yeah, telling you, telling you. Yeah, yeah. He's got mitzvahs that no one else in this town has. Okay, bye-bye, everybody, and thanks for your hospitality. And so he left the town. He left, and of course, nobody heard from him for a good couple of years. <laughs> a number of years passed by, and nobody heard from him. Nobody. And people began to forget about him. But then this town continued being an iceberg shtetl. But we all know Hashem is not a boss of Adam. Yeah! So since Hashem lives forever, he has time to punish people for their averos. So therefore he gives them more time to do tshuva. But if they don't do tshuva, then Hashem punishes. That's right. Uh-oh. You mean the town of Iceberg is going to be dropped with a, a, a heater and it's going to melt? <laughs> That's a good one. No, no, no. But it's going to be faced with some interesting uh, little simonim from Shemayim that they should wake up. And it started while they were davening one rainy morning. Oh boy, it's raining outside. Yes, it's raining on top of my head. It melts out. Ouch, I'm getting red over here. Uh, Mr. Siegel, Mr. Siegel, what's going on here? One second, take a listen. Let me see what's happening here. Oh, my goodness. You're getting soaked over there. Oh, boy. Wow, that's not a little hole. That's a big hole in the roof. Oh, my goodness. When the rain stops, I'll have to go over and check it out. And sure enough, when the rain stopped, Mr. Siegel went and took a ladder. Okay, steady. Hold that ladder down there. I'm holding the ladder. I'm holding the ladder. <coughs> and he held the ladder. Oh, Mr. Siegel. Mr. Siegel went up, and then he realized when he stepped on the roof, whoa! Oh, I'm okay. Don't worry. Nothing so serious. I fell through the roof, but I landed on this bench. Oh, the bench broke my floor. And guess what? You broke the bench. Uh, kind of. All right, no, no. So now we have a broken roof and a broken bench. Okay, we have to repair it now. What do we have? In the reserves, in the shul. Uh, where's the treasurer? Ah, uh, Shimmy, what do we have? Uh, to tell you the truth, we ran out because uh, uh, we didn't have much funding. Uh, why aren't we having much funding? I used to give, uh, yeah, but unfortunately, my business has been going down a little bit. What do you mean, your business going down? Well, I had, uh, you know, to have the general store, no? Yes, I do. But I don't know. I found that people stopped coming to me all of a sudden. They were traveling away from there. They were going to the next shtetl over. And they were going to, like, Dombrov or something like that. And they were going to Dombrov and they were going to Ludmir. And they were going to this shtetl or whatever it is, this small shtetl. And they were buying things over there. 
They said they got better service. I don't know. I can't even pay my bills now. How can I donate to this? Uh, well, you know what? Um, I had a little problem, too. You know, I go fishing and I sell fish. Yeah, so what about it? Well, anyways, uh, lately, um, um, I don't know, every time I fish and I prepare the fish to sell, I get the smell coming out of the fish and I see the fish spoils. But it's funny, how could it spoil? It's only one day old and I'm selling it right away after I go fishing. I, I don't get it. So I'm not doing so well either, so I don't have anything extra to give. Uh, hey, Chaim, how about you? Yeah, me. I'm sorry, but I can't help out. You see, I don't know why, but people are not buying extra clothing. I mean, don't people grow? Don't they need a new pair of pants? Don't they need shirts? Don't they need socks? I don't get it. They're not coming. This is not very good. Uh, maybe ask Cheskel over there. Cheskel. Maybe you got some extra money to put in so we can fix the roof. <laughs> fix the roof. Are you crazy? <laughs> hey, I have a hole in my own house roof. I can't even fix that. You want me to help you fix the roof and the fruit? What's the matter with you? I don't got anything extra. I'm sorry. No, 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 no. Don't count on me. And of course, everybody realized that they didn't have extra money. And there was a problem. And suddenly, one person spoke up. Excuse me. Pardon me. I'm not the youngest guy here and I'm not the oldest guy here. Or actually looking around, maybe I am the oldest person here. So let me tell you something. I heard that uh, 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 in the next town over, there is a person by the name of Mr. Greenfield, a very Christian, a very well-to-do person. And this man, Mr. Greenfield, is a very well-to-do man and is a big box of doctor. So therefore, maybe we should send some people there to collect to fix up the town. What do you people say? That's an excellent idea. I like that. But just a second. That's only one problem. But don't you think it's kind of strange that all of a sudden during this year, people are losing business. Business is going bad for people. The school is falling apart. We cannot fix this. And, and you don't think that there's something strange about it? Of course I think it's something strange about it. But what can we do? Uh, it just happens to me that everything is falling apart at the same time. Excuse me. We are Yidin. Yes. And as Yidin, don't we think like Yidin should? Meaning? And if so many things happen wrong, and it's not just the one person, but it's a lot, there's something we're doing wrong in the town, don't you think? Oh, that's a very interesting thought. Okay. So here's the plan. We're going to send two groups of delegations. We're going to send uh, uh, some people to go to Rabbi Gertner in Lvov. And this way, maybe they can get Rabbi Gertner to come here and give him a musishmus and help us, uh, whatever might be the, uh, solve whatever might be the problem that Hashem is upset with us, okay? And uh, we'll send another delegate, a couple of people, to go uh, to, to Mr. Greenfield. Uh, that's an excellent idea. 
what's his name? Yasuma, a shoemaker. Almost forgot about you. Keep your opinions to yourself, okay? That's an excellent idea. All right. Yeah, but we're not going to send you. If you want a guy to give money, we're not going to send a poor guy like you. Sorry, forget about it. And sure enough, they didn't send him. At first, that is. What do you mean at first? I'll listen to the story. So what happened was, they sent a delegation to Rob Gertner. And Rob Gertner said, Of course, if you need a little physic, I will be more than happy to come there. I will speak to the people. Yes, I'll come to your town. Not a problem. Yes, I'll come. And of course, they thanked him. And then came the delegation that was going to the other shtetl. And to the shtetl, I think it was Dumbruff, I'm not 100% sure, but they went over there. They went to that shtetl, and they went to see, you know who? I know. They went to see Mr. Greenfield. Yes. So Mr. Greenfield let him in because the time is going by, and I don't have so much time, so I'll do it. Okay, now do Mr. Greenfield's voice. Oh, Shalom Aleichem. And what can I do for you people? Hello there. Hello there. <coughs> I'm a little sore throat. Hey, hey, you speak. Oh, yes, I'll speak. Um, listen here. We are from the shtetl of Zadamshel. Oh, Zadamshel. <laughs> I know that place. Yes, yes, yes. Isn't that the village that's nicknamed Iceberg Shtetl? <laughs> well, whatever. Anyways, um, uh, we have a shul, and the roof is broken, and water's coming in, and the rest of the roof is damaged. We really have to replace the whole roof, and we don't have any money for this. And we're just wondering, since we heard your big Balchesed and everything, uh, wouldn't you want to help us out? Uh, yes, I would. I would like to help you out the door, because your shtetl is so cold, I don't think there's any shtetl in the entire Poland that has as much ice as your shtetl does. And you people are like uh, icicles. Do you understand that? Do you have any idea who I am? Uh, yes, you're Mr. Greenfield. But my first name is Baruch. My name is Baruch Greenfield. And I passed through your town a couple of years ago. And I will never forget how all of you, including you and including you, were icebergs, okay? So I don't feel that I can help such a town like this. Are you taking the comma? Nope, nope, nope. Chas for sholem, I never take the comma. Just that I feel that if I'm going to make an investment, it has to be a good one, that I can get fruits of my labor. If I'm going to help your, your town rebuild the shul and everything like this, and you're still going to be the same kind of people, forget about it. I am not going to give you money. And these people came back. Bye bye. You have no idea who this guy is. All right, so tell me who he is. He's Mr. Greenfeld. Do you know what his first name is? <coughs> How should I know? I, I, I don't know. His name is Baruch Greenfield. Does the name ring a bell? Uh, does it? Well, I'm thinking, I'm thinking, I'm thinking. I'm trying to think if it rings a bell. Hum, 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 hum. I know who he is. He's the guy that I took into my house. Yeah, I remember him. Yeah, you mentioned his name, 
and and does he look like about this tall? Yeah, and he has like a little bit, a small belly, not a big belly, and has this and he described him to the T, and he said, yes, yes, that's the way he look, yes, yes. <laughs> that's what ball game felt. I don't think he's gonna give this statue any money because you guys are so cold. Wait a minute! Wait a minute! Wait a minute! I got an idea. You are warm, right? <laughs> You're a melted icicle. I got an idea. Hey, Yasselosh wants. You're gonna go for us. And of course, his mishpocha, especially his daughter Miriam. Well, my tati's now so chashiv because they need my tati to go ask him. And sure enough, he rode out there with his horse. <coughs> and he got there and he slowed down. <coughs> and as soon as he got off the horse, he knocked on the door and he was allowed to come in. Why aren't you doing the sound effects? Because I'm running out of time. Oh, okay. Go ahead. So what happened next? Anyways, so Rabbi Yassala, uh knocked on the door and he was let in. <coughs> okay, you snuck that one in, Yassi. I know, I know. Okay, so what happened? Okay. Oh, wait a minute, wait a minute. I know you. You're Yassi Schwartz. Ah, Yassala Schwartz of Gaz. Welcome to my home. And now I can return the favor that you did for me. I can be a machnas to you. Please sit down, have a meal, whatever. And sure enough, he sat down, had a meal, whatever it is. He asked him why he was there. And he said, uh, uh, That's the reason why I'm here. I see. Very interesting. But you're the only person that's a melted iceberg. <laughs> or icicle. <laughs> Actually, you're nice. You're not even an icicle. You're the only one. And uh, you're maybe. You know what? I'm going to talk to Rabbi Gertner. Yes, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to talk to Rabbi Gertner. And then I'll make my decision known. And sure enough, when Rabbi Gertner came to the shul and he started speaking, let me tell you what your problem is. Your problem is you are cold like Sedoim in the Moira. You are very cold. Ay, 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 ay. Terrible what you people did. Terrible things. You are mamish, such reshoyim, but not. You are really tzaddikim, but you act like reshoyim. Ay, ay, ay. You think that Hashem is going to let you be so cold like this and have the nickname across the Polish shtetlich as the iceberg shtetl? <coughs> no, of course not. Hashem is not going to allow this. So either you people wake up and do tshuva, or you won't have anything. Now I spoke to this person, this Borach Greenfield, and he told me why he didn't want to give you people. But he said he would change his mind, and he would help everybody with everything they need here, if everybody here would change their ways. And of course, you can rest assured, they finally got hit real hard, a strong enough patch that woke them up. And they changed their name. As a matter of fact, they made a Hafnosis Archim house. As a matter of fact, they told the Gabbai, who willingly retired early from his job, and they gave it to... Oh, yes, Yashla Schwartz. That's right. They gave Yashla Schwartz the job to be the new Gabbai. He was the new Gabbai, the new Shamus in Zadamshul. And after a while... Zadamshul lost its nickname of being the Iceberg Shtetl. Instead, it became known as the Warm Shtetl of... Of... Uh, Zadamshul. That's right. That's what it was. Okay, 
So that concludes the story. And I hope everybody learns their lesson. That if you're not going to be nice to people, then eventually Hashem will not be nice to you. Okay? So um, <clears throat> I guess we know what we have to do to the lesson. And, and it's time to say goodbye. Goodbye, everybody. Have a wonderful Shabbos, a wonderful weekend.